Welcome back to the Jordan Syatt Mini Podcast. In this episode, we're talking about binge eating, and I know I've spoken about it a lot before, but it's a topic a lot of people struggle with, and I discuss two strategies that I actually haven't discussed on the podcast before and outline how you can get control of your emotional eating, of your binge eating, uh, boredom eating, and I want to give a special shout out and huge thank you to Anna. She's an Inner Circle member, and she got on the phone and she spoke with me about her struggles, and that's how we broke this down and found out these strategies, which I think are going to work very well for her and might work well for you too. So I hope you enjoy the episode, and if you do, please leave a review on iTunes. They help a lot. They're actually way more important than I ever realized, so if you could do that, I would really appreciate it, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Anna. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am delightful. What is 9 p.m. in London right now? Yeah. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not in London, but yeah, it's it's 9 p.m. here. So where where are you based then? I'm in Norfolk, which is about two hours away from London. Norfolk. It's taking all of my willpower not to try and do a British accent. <laughs> literally all I want to do is just try and speak to you in a British accent and I'm so jealous of British accents and Australian accents because I think those are the coolest but um well thank you for getting on the phone especially late at night I appreciate it um and I know that you and I had emailed back and forth and you actually emailed with Kat too but did you still want to talk about uh that email and sort of try and work through that or did you want to talk about something else no yeah definitely let's talk about that Amazing. I love it. So um, do you want to recap what was written in that email or do you want me to sort of frame it so people listening and who are definitely going through the same thing, they can understand it? Or do you want me to frame it or do you want to? Uh, I think if you frame it, you're probably going to word it better than me. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to have you frame it because <laughs> I don't know why I even asked. I should have said, hey, would you mind framing it? Um, okay. I think it's more important that you frame it because when you say it, even if, even if it doesn't make sense, which it will, it, even if okay. it doesn't make sense, which it will, it, it's still good to just talk about it. So tell me what you're struggling with, what's going on and, and we'll go from there. Okay. So I really struggle with not binge eating disorder, but okay. like binging episodes. So okay. it's not, it's not a continuous thing it's not a daily struggle it's just the the one-off occasion that just totally rips me apart emotionally and it's normally triggered by having like a really delicious calorific food <laughs> in my environment and then I eat it and then I just can't stop eating stuff like it and I just I have that mentality of oh, I fucked it, I might as well just keep going and then write today off, which I know is terrible, and I advise people not to do it myself, but yet when it's when it's me doing it, it's like the switch goes in my head, and I just, I go crazy, and then I feel so guilty and awful, and I, I almost feel ashamed of myself afterwards. Okay, so first and foremost, I'm glad that you framed it, because you framed it perfectly, and way better than I would have. Um, okay. And I know, I know you know this, but it's important for me to say this is quite literally in the top three most common issues that I hear about on a daily, if not hourly basis. Like, yeah. this is the like, – Rico is here. Rico raised his hand. He's like, yeah, I struggle with it too. It's like th this is the one of the most common struggles 
in the fitness world um, and even not in the fitness world among people who aren't involved in fitness, but they struggle yeah. with it, but they don't even know it's an issue per se. They don't even know like how to, what it's called. They don't even know what, like who to ask for help. So it is a very, very, very common issue. And I want to start off by saying, I appreciate you being so open and honest about it because and you've listened to, to my podcast before and, and you work sure. with people and it's sometimes people, they, they are almost hesitant to tell the truth, not because they want to lie, but because they're embarrassed or because whatever I, I appreciate and respect and admire that you're just like, Hey, here's what's going on. This is the truth. And, and it means a lot. And the best part is the sooner you can get to that point, the more, the sooner you can get to a resolution. So I mean, yeah. that's amazing. Um, talk to me about number one, how often does this happen? Like realistically speaking, is this like a, a couple times a week? Is this a, uh, like once a week? Is it once a month? How often does this happen? Um, it's not so much anymore. So at the moment I'd say like every other week or once a month type frequency, but it, it used to be weekly until I had the I had the conversation with my partner of like, look, you need to treat me like I'm addicted to cocaine. No cocaine in the house. <laughs> Get rid of the rubbish so I can't eat it. Because if, it, if it's not in the environment, I won't have it. Got it. Okay. So, so is it when it's either in the house or if like you're out to dinner or like you're out with friends or at a party or something? Yeah. Well, my we- my weakest point now is at work. So like at work I will help people and then a random bakery product will arrive on my desk as a thank you and it's like I can't say no or like at work I have certain allergies and then when people go to the shops they're like oh we bought cakes no Anna I got you a particular cake that fits your (laughs) allergies and I'm like well now I look like a twat if I'm like no thanks (laughs) got it okay and so once once that happens at work for example is then the entire workday, are you are you having a lot of food at the work? Or is it more like you wait until you get home and then you go off? Uh, a bit of both. So I literally work opposite a supermarket, which doesn't help because um, I, can, I can run to the supermarket and back in 20 minutes and no one even notices I'm gone from my desk. Got it. So um, I have like the trigger food and then that's just it. I'm like, right, let's go and get some cookies. Let's go and get some donuts. And it's it's just downhill from there so how often do you think people bring in snacks or cakes or goodies or treats into the office like does that happen on a weekly basis <laughs> yeah it happens almost on a daily basis Day- got it okay so and this is really good to know so in terms of that like do you think that happens to you on a more weekly basis either once a, once a week or maybe a couple times a week in which someone will have something in there or whatever and then you eat it and then you go off or like do you think that happens a couple times a week yeah definitely I mean I've started to refrain and like there's a there's a door in the middle of our office which is like an emergency exit door and I've started using that just to avoid the snack table but it, it's so hard to just say to, you know, I work with like 30 people. I can't just say to them, look, guys, no more unhealthy food in the office because I can't <laughs> change what their goals are. And, you know, if they want to eat cake, that's cool. But I can't I can't exactly be like you can't have it if I'm working. Got it. Yep. I get that 100 percent. So so walk me through. Is there a recent example, maybe today or in the last last week or so in which this happened that you could sort of walk me through specifically? I think it'd be it'd be helpful just to get like one specific example of one time it happened. 
Sure. So um, I haven't actually been to work in a week. So I've been, you know, I've been really good. Um, Amazing. But, Amazing. Um, last Monday, I helped someone with something really tricky. And then they went to Lidl, which is the supermarket, and came back with a toffee yum yum, which is like a donut with uh, a toffee filling. And it is it's irresistible. And it I had sounds that. magical. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had that. And then I had that that taste in my mouth. And on my lunch break, I went for a walk with someone and they wanted to go to Lidl. So I was like, uh, okay, sure. And as I went in, the bakery is literally as you go in. Like they've marketed that brilliantly. And I picked up another toffee yum yum because I thought, well, I want another one now. And I picked up a cookie, which I think is about 370 calories. They're really delicious but terrible for my goals <laughs> um and then i walked around the store and i was like oh sushi and i have that you know when people walk around the shops and they're like oh oh that's me i go oh yeah a bit sushi and, got it um, yeah I, I i am definitely in that camp too i'm like oh i'll get this and i'll get this and i'll get this it's like where in the fuck did you get that combination but okay yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's your brain going as you go around but um yeah and then i got back to my desk and I was about halfway through eating the yum yum and I was like, I really, I don't want this. And then I put, I finished, I put the rest of that in the bin, but then I still had all the other food sitting in a carrier bag next to me. And as the day went on and as there was a really stressful job I had and I just felt myself naturally grabbing the cookie and eating it without thinking. And the, the sushi I had, which isn't so bad, I, I'm not going to... um I don't know what the word is. Demonize the sushi. I'm not like I'm demonizing the cookie, but the sushi's not. The sushi is not bad in terms of my. The sushi's not the issue, right? Right. Yeah, I don't binge on sushi. <laughs> I, sh- I probably should. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I got through the. Co- I ate the cookie subconsciously. I, I didn't even process what I was doing, and then it wasn't till the end of the day when I just I put all these things into my calorie counting app, and I was like, oh my lord. and and then what happened and then you put it all in and you're like holy shit and then did you keep eating after that uh i had a really small dinner um but i didn't no i didn't eat after that because i just when i go home i'm it's like a different person the the flick switch is back i go to the gym and i'm like right i'm in the mindset again and i tried to do that thing of you know you don't have to wait till the next day to start fresh you can just start fresh straight away but I need to, I need to learn to not have that binge initially, and I tried the whole, don't restrict your calories too much, and you know have a have a calorie limit where you can have a donut if you want. But I find that if I, if I have it in my diet, if I have it in my environment, I'm just going to binge on it. I'm just going to eat it, and I've actually found that in the last seven days I've been doing uh, an aggressive diet similar to the rapid fat loss protocol and i found that i'm actually i'm finding it easier to stick to and and adhere to and i'm not having these cravings for donuts and stuff um and I'm, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up why do you think that is i don't know i thought i was going to be starving and then like like clawing at the walls for food but it's just like the total opposite so did you was there a day and a time you're like hey i'm gonna start this like more strict program today like was did that happen 
Yeah, well, I've been I've been learning about it because I'm on um, a nutrition course and I've been learning about it. And a friend of mine who does it with me, she was like, right, why, why, why don't we give this a go? So I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. So we're doing it together. So I have that accountability of having a WhatsApp conversation with someone where I'm sending her everything I eat and then like my daily stats and how I'm doing. And like we're talking to each other about our mood and stuff. And we've both found that, that being on a lower calorie limit is far easier than being on like a small deficit yep and this is great this is a very very valuable conversation and i'm actually i'm super excited we're talking about this um in the the diet plan that you're on i know you have very low calories um are there any foods that are off limits like did you say all right i'm not gonna go to the fucking grocery store and get like i'm just not gonna do it anymore um I haven't yet, but I'm going back to work this week, so I am going to avoid that shop, just for my own sanity. So, you've heard me talk about Bright Lines before, correct? Yes. I think this is the perfect example of of one time in which Bright Lines work very well. Um, and I know, so flexible dieting and all this stuff is a, is a huge craze right now. It's, it's And yeah. I think it's, it's really been bastardized. I think that people have sort of mistaken it to mean something that it actually doesn't i think a lot of people have taken flexible dieting to mean like oh like if you're craving something just eat it like it's okay it's like no no flexible dieting what it means is assuming your goal is to let's say lose body fat flexible dieting all it means is you're still hitting your calories the vast majority of time but number one you're not restricting yourself to any one type of food like you can have treat and if you happen to go over your calories, you don't guilt yourself or shame yourself. It's you do it, you enjoy it, and then you get back on track. But people often miss out on the back on, dra- back on track part, and they don't yeah. do it consistently enough. Um, and I don't know if you saw this. I tweeted, and then I actually posted it on my Instagram recently, something to the effect of in order to achieve balance, we often need to go through periods of unbalance. And yeah. A lot of people who are doing, who are really dogmatic in the flexible dieting world, they're like, oh, you, you shouldn't, you, you should never like say no to any type of food. Like you should never, ever like uh, eliminate a certain food. I think it's a, it's a short-sighted piece of advice because I think for some people in some instances, it's actually very smart to eliminate either certain foods or certain restaurants or certain situations that are not conducive because in that moment, it's acting as a trigger for you. And if yeah. you know that going to that grocery store is, and you walk right in and the bakery is there, they're super fucking smart with that. And it's wafting <laughs> with the smell of the cookies and the pastries and, and the, the yum, yum things. Like it's of course, like you're going to get that shit. And I have a grocery store right around the corner for me. It, when I go in there, I'm getting two donuts and, and not one. I'm getting two a hundred percent. And, and it's, I am at a point in my life and my nutrition understanding that I, I can do that and fit it into my calories appropriately. But had I tried to do that when I was, when I didn't have a very balanced relationship with food, it would have led to a binge. It would have led to a lot of other stuff after that. And that's where people run into trouble. So I really think that what's going on is even though you're not being quote unquote balanced with your nutrition on these lower calories, what's happening is you've established these bright lines, these like rules that 
there's no ambiguity here. There's no, there's no like, well, maybe this and well, maybe that. It's like, hey, Anna, this is what I'm doing. You're going to fucking stick to it. And that's it. And like, and then not only on top of that, you also have accountability where you're mm. talking with someone that you enjoy and you trust and you have a good relationship with and you're doing it together. And that is massively, massively helpful. Literally, you have set rules and guidelines and accountability partner. And it doesn't mean that you have to eat super low calorie forever. And, and I would very much discourage that. But sure. what I do think is going to happen is that in the same, have you seen, you saw the model that I put up on Instagram recently? It was like, people are looking for motivation, but in reality, motivation stems from taking action first and then seeing results. And then that leads to motivation, which then leads back to action. Yeah. I follow your post religiously. <laughs> thank Well, thank you. So <laughs> I, I call that Dumbledore's loop. That's, that's yeah. the name I gave that. And basically what's going to happen here. And I can already just hear it based on what you've described already is that because you've set these ground rules, because you have this, it's, it's set in stone. You are more comfortable with it. You're less, you're less anxious, less hungry, less likely to go off and, and find other stuff because you have these ground rules in place and you're going to make progress and you're going to see results. And those results are going to lead to more motivation. And that motivation is going to lead to more action. And over time, you will progressively be able to incorporate more of these foods into your diet. And maybe you'll be able to go into the grocery store and, and not have any issues with it. And that's totally fine. Mm. But I think for right now, you're very much onto a really good plan, which is to, hey, you know what, maybe for, for two weeks, I'm going to go very low calorie. And I'm not going to go into that grocery store. I'm going to bring my meals with me. Um, I'm going to bring my meals. I'm going to pack everything. If I need to go out and get something, I'll go to a different store. Mm. Or if you're going to, if you like, let's say a crazy thing happens, you got to go into that store. You FaceTime your accountability partner or you FaceTime yourself in the inner circle. And you're like, hey, I'm walking in right now. That fucking bakery is what gets me every time. And I'm not going to go do it because I'm talking to you. And you use that accountability. And eventually, like, you'll be able to go back to it. You'll be able to have more balance, but to reach that balance, you have to have a period of unbalance. Does that make sense? Yeah. I love that idea. Does that take away any like anxiety that might have been there a lot? Like, because a lot of times what I hear is that when people feel like they're supposed to be flexible dieting, a lot of times they get anxious around foods being like, Oh my God, I know if I eat this, I'm going to go off track. But once you sort of lay a ground rule being like, Hey, you're not going to go to the bakery, period, end of story. No more bakery for 30 days. It's almost mm -hmm. like a, <sighs> okay, like I don't have to eat these foods. It's like a weight off your shoulders because you don't have to try and be flexible with something before you've gotten to that point. Yeah. Do you feel a bit relieved with that? Yeah, I definitely feel relieved. I actually, um, I took a lot of solace. I watched a YouTube video and it was saying about, how we always give into temptation of food, but you need to remember that that food is not going anywhere. You know, those yum yums are still going to be there in three months. I don't need to have one now. A hundred percent. Absolutely. It's one of those things where if you're traveling and you're in a different culture and there's like, you're eating foods that like you might never have again, by all means, I think that's really important. But when you're having those like yum yum treats that are right around the corner from you for like 20 years, yeah, you, you don't need a, have that every time and i think remembering that hey listen that's going to be there is is super helpful i would mm. also i would i would give yourself uh some type of a timeline and whether it could literally be a w when are you going back to work is tomorrow your first day back uh wednesday wednesday so, yeah one more day off 
is it and I want you to be very honest with me because it won't work if it's not actually realistic. Is it realistic for you to not go to that grocery store for a week? Yes, it's definitely realistic. If I set myself the target, I will stick to it. I love that. So tell me, what would you have to do in order to prepare to make sure that you don't have to go to the grocery store? Um, I think just ensuring that I have a filling lunch with me and um a, like a backup snack like um you can get sachets of porridge yeah with um yeah. with protein in over here so i think if i had like a box of those in my drawer and if i was if i felt like oh i want to go to Lidl for a bakery product if i then say to myself well am i hungry and if the answer is yes then i'll say well i'll have porridge then that's exactly if, right if i have something like that then that will keep me away from the shop. So I think that's perfect. And, and this is, this is what I call strategic dieting. Like this is just planning. And that that's literally all it's planning ahead of time. It's knowing that if I go in there without food, then I'm going to get hungry and I'm going to go to the grocery store. And if I go to the grocery store, that motherfucker took me young, yum yum is going to be right there <laughs> looking at me, offering me like four free ones because he knows that I love them and you know I'm always nice to him. It's like I would give yourself at least a seven day challenge, and I like the seven days because it's brief enough in that it's not overwhelming, but it's long yeah. enough for you to really see that you can do it, right? Yeah. And what I would do is I'd give yourself a seven day challenge and. For those seven days, what I would ask you to do is to talk about this in the inner circle for seven days. For for seven work days, you you go in and every day, like during lunch or whatever, if you feel like you want to go to the grocery store or whatever, go in the inner circle and either make a video or a post. Be like, hey, this is day one of seven, not going to the grocery store. I have my lunch packed. Maybe take a picture of the lunch that you have um, mm. and use the accountability in your circle. Also use the accountability with your friend. But a seven-day challenge in which – you prepackage your meals, you, you bring with you what you need. And at the end of seven days, if you want to call it quits, you can call it quits. If at the end of seven days, you want to extend it another seven days, I would do that. And I would say the, the goal, if you want to keep extending, it would be to do it for um, essentially a month, like 28 days or something. Where yeah. four weeks in a row, but don't even think about the four weeks, just week to week and, and know ahead of time, if you decide you want to call it quits after the first week, it's okay. I think it's really important to know that because if yeah. you start to feel like you're trapped, then that anxiety can come and it's, I don't want you to feel trapped at all. If you, I would say seven days at a time and every seven days, if you want to re-up, by all means, go for it. If you don't, then you can call it. But I have a feeling what's going to happen is you're going to get the end of the, to the end of a week of packaging your meals and being really good with it and then and sticking to your guns and at the end of that week you're going to be like i can do this but i can absolutely and not only that you're going to save a ton of money that's one of my favorite benefits (laughs) of that too is like i remember i have a client i had a client several years ago his name is rich and uh i coached with him in boston he he, i have pictures on my on my website he lost 90 pounds and wow. the biggest issue was every day on his lunch break and then on his way back from coaching is he would go to the 7-Eleven or, or the Walgreens or whatever and just pick up a bunch of snacks. And when I told him, I was like, I gave him this exact challenge. I was like, I actually did a 30-day challenge. Like, For 30 days, just bring all your food with you. If at the end of 30 days you want to 
you want to quit and whatever, that's fine. He did it for 30 days and he was like, dude, I've saved hundreds, if not over a thousand dollars just from (laughs) all of these shitty snacks that I was buying. And that was his motivating factor. His, it wasn't even the fat loss that happened as well. He's lost, (laughs) he lost 90 pounds and maintained it. It was the realizing how much money he was spending on all this food. And it's, it was amazing. So I would definitely, do you think you could do the seven day challenge? Yeah, and I definitely think I could relate to the money saving. <laughs> I think we all can. I think we can all like be happier if we save a little bit of money. Yeah. Um. Do you do you want to clarify anything? Is there any questions you have from there? Does that sound like a, a good solid plan to you? That sounds like a great plan. I think I'm gonna start a thread in the inner circle and and video myself abstaining from going near that bakery. And I think if I continue with that and then use the support of the inner circle, eventually it will just be a habit and I'll, I'll just walk past it without even thinking. I very much believe that to be true. And also, and think about this, like let's say one day you do go in there and you do get a yummy, yummy or whatever it's called. And like, yeah, you didn't fuck up. Right. No, cause I can't, I can't fuck because up. you can't fuck up. That's exactly right. Now for the seven day challenge, that's really that's one of the reasons why I make it so brief because you can a hundred percent not go for seven days. Yeah. The 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 scenario I'm imagining is in let's say six weeks. You I don't know like you have a crazy crazy morning you like whatever you burned your food or like you forgot it or whatever and you have to go to the grocery store or because you don't want to be starving. It's like I don't want you feeling guilty going in there in six weeks. I have a feeling that what'll happen is. If you do this, and and I, I know you can, if you do this, then in six weeks on that day that you randomly forget your lunch and you've got to go to the grocery store, what's going to happen is you're going to go in and you're going to find something that is more in line with your goals rather than doing something that is more impulsive for like the, the brief enjoyment, even though you don't even like it when you're doing it. It's like you feel guilty about it. I have a feeling that the habit will be ingrained to the point in which you'll go for something that's more in line with your goals that'll make you feel better rather than what yeah. you had done previously. Yeah, definitely. It'll be more a more conscious thinking process. Exactly. Exactly. Um, do you have any questions on that? Is there anything that you want to clarify? Any any other aspects of it you want to discuss? Um, no. No, I think we're all good. Thank you. Perfect. I, I do want to, I want to talk about um, what happens if people come in and they buy you a cake or they buy you something because I know you were saying earlier, like, well, I, I can't say no. Um, yeah. That's a really important thing to discuss because number one, you can say no, you can't. Yeah. I just feel, I feel so rude. <laughs> I, I get it. I, I was brought up, you know, with a Jewish mother who was like, you never do that. If someone gives you something, you all the time, you would say thank <laughs> you and you take it graciously. And, yeah. um, I, I, get, I very Jewish, much get, but, yeah. <laughs> I get it, but when you start to do things to appease other people, yeah. what ends up happening is not only do you end up pushing yourself further away from your own goals, oftentimes you end up resenting those people to no fault of their own. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like you almost get angry and mad and resentful at them when they're just trying to be nice. And yeah. you need to set boundaries. 
you need to, in the same way, like seven day challenge for the grocery store, I would say seven day challenge, you're not fucking accepting any food from anybody. And it's, it's funny, like a lot of, one of the things I've, I've found over the years is sort of coming up with ways to make social situations easier for people. So for example, mm. one thing I found is if, if you ever go to a party, right, you go to a party or I, I don't know, like I, I was never a big drinker, but when I was in college, if I was out at a party or whatever, and I wasn't drinking and people were like, Oh, you want to drink? And I said, Oh no, I'm not drinking. They would, uh, they would, they would like get a little bit annoying. Ah, oh, come on, whatever. But if I said, Oh no, I'm doing a 30 day challenge in which I, I don't drink. It was almost just like a magic spell. Like, okay, cool. It was like, <laughs> for whatever reason, when I said, I'm doing a challenge where I don't drink for this period of time, it's like, they were fine with it. But if I just said, I oh, know I'm not drinking tonight. They were like, they were trying to razz me a little bit. So yeah, what you might want to do is like, Hey, like if someone buys you something, then, Oh man, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm, I'm so I'm really sorry. I'm in the middle of a challenge, uh, in which I'm really trying to get my nutrition in check. Um, I, if you'd like, like, please give it to somebody else, but I, I can't have it. I really appreciate it. And just say that. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I've got Does, it. That I makes just, you a little bit uncomfortable. I think that's going to be way harder than avoiding the shop. <laughs> I, I think that is the reason I think that's going to be harder is because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah. But let me ask you this. If yeah. you if you bought me a cake mm. and I said, Anna, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. I'm just I'm really trying to watch my nutrition right now. I, I can't eat this. I really appreciate it though. Would you be like, fuck that guy? No. No. And no. And if someone is like that, they're an asshole. But most yeah. people, <laughs> they're not gonna be like that. And the the worst I've seen people do at that is just like, ah, oh, come on, just take it. And at that point, I'll take it and then I'll give it to somebody else. But like, literally, the most important thing you can do is do what is best for yourself so that you can achieve your goals happily and also not resent those around you who are just trying to be nice, but they might not know what's actually going on. Yeah, sure. So the challenge is, number one, is no grocery. What's the name of the grocery store? Little. Little. L-I-D-L. Little. Yeah. No little for seven days. <laughs> and no taking cakes from anyone in the office for seven days. <laughs> Understand? Um, I want to applaud you. <laughs> well, I think, I don't know. Well, I think this accent's pretty damn good. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you're a bit Australian, but yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But I think um, you and you and Ryan, you know Ryan, uh, is it Cassim? Cassim, Cassim, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he does a good attempt on a British accent. You should uh, you should team up on that. He does a good attempt on a British accent. Okay, I'm just gonna literally just copy <laughs> everything you say because it's so weird. I don't know why, but if I hear someone say it, I can mimic it. But if I'm trying to do yeah. it on my own, it sort of just goes off in a weird tangent. And I'll be doing like an Indian accent and a <laughs> Scottish accent. Before, and it's like, where is that going? Um, but and I'm, I'm honestly very, very grateful that you came on and you spoke so openly about this and objectively. And mm. I want you to go in the inner circle either tonight. I know it's late, but either tonight or tomorrow and explain what your challenge is, what you're going to do. The seven-day challenge for the, for the little and then seven-day challenge for... <laughs> 
for the no cakes from anyone in the fucking office and yeah and actively update that thread for seven days okay. and then and after the seven days if you want to re-up great if you want to take a break that's fine too either way just update that for seven days okay i will do do you thank feel, you very much do you feel more confident in your ability to do this now yeah i definitely feel i was a bit anxious of going back to work i was trying to think of reasons not to go back <laughs> oh man i get that <laughs> i get um, that i yeah i never would want anyone to change their life in terms of to avoid things because out of a fear of food or social situations that involve food yeah what, what i think works really well is taking small little challenges that add up over a lot over the course of time and so even though a week might not seem like much right now if you add a week and a week and like before you know it's a month and then yeah before you know it it's a quarter of the year gone by and you've been great right it's like I really think that starting off with this week could be a huge catalyst for the rest of your life yeah I do um I do definitely agree with the building habits um I can't remember how long ago it was. We're talking months. You posted in the IC in a live, and it was about the thirty days of crossing it off on a calendar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I start. I've started building positive habits, like reading every day for twenty minutes using that calendar thing. And once that's amazing. Like, once I feel like I'm on top of something, I start a new habit, and I, I just haven't got around to this yet. Well, good thing we're getting around to it now. Yeah, I didn't actually think of tackling this with the same method, but I, it's tried and tested, so I know it's going to work. It is 100% going to work. I could not believe in it anymore. And I'm going to be looking for your posts. I'm going to be looking okay. for, your, for your threads. And please, please, please keep me updated with how you're doing, okay? Okay, I will do. And I thank you so much. You are a delight. And I'm going to work on my British accent. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Have a wonderful night. All right. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.